0: morning, Emma. Good morning, Verity. And good morning to you, fans of shocking celebrities doing shockingly shocking things. Now, forming a thruple is all the rage, so we're in one. Just me and me and you, our lovely listener. It's, it's time, time for
1: The Shock List.
0: We're back. We're back. We're so sorry that we didn't bring you one of these little potties last
1: week. Yes, little little bit of radio silence from us. Tiny bit, yes. tiny bit, tiny bit. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, um, paid work tends to um, get in the way sometimes. I know. We got actual paid work that we were paid to do. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> astonishing, and it's not like we just dump you for money because that would be mean. But that's what happened. But we did. We yeah. did. It's Girls got to eat. Girls got to eat. <laughs> Anyway, we're back. We're back. We're back.
0: Yes, it's a very, very, very exciting time, Verity. I wondered, I wanted to start this week by saying, are you a fan of the work of Vince Vance? Vince
1: Vance. Vince Vance. Excellent name. Congratulations, Vince Vance. Not aware of him. So you're not a fan of Vince Vance and the Valiant? No, I am not.
0: Well, according to Vince Vance of Vince Vance and the Valiant, Mm -hmm. he is suing Mariah Carey. (gasps) saying that he wrote the song All I Want For Christmas Is You. No, he didn't. Well, according to Vince Vance of Vince Vance and the (laughs) (laughs) Valiants. What? Apparently, yeah, he claimed that he wrote it and released it in 1993. What? Where it got to number 52 in the uh, US country music charts. She released hers in 1994 and that song alone has made her $60 million So it's done a bit better. But he says he wrote it. That song, that song. He says that he wrote the song All I Want For Christmas Is You. He has claimed, now his real name, I can't call him Vince Vance of Vince Vance and the Valiants anymore because it literally, it is making my brain hurt. His real name, Andy Stone. Oh, that's
1: disappointing. I know. Should we
0: just, should we just stick with Vince? <laughs> just stick with Let's Vince stick Vance. with Vince Vance. Vince Vance claims the phrase "All I want for Christmas is you" may seem like common parlance today. Mm. In 1988, it was in context distinctive. Moreover, the combination of the specific chord progression in the melody, paired with a verbatim hook was a greater than 50% clone of my original work in both lyric choice and chord expression. Didn't understand a word of that. So he's basically saying she ripped him off. Basically saying she ripped him off. Well, to be fair, (laughs) the reason I brought this up was a very clunky (laughs) way of basically talking about Mariah Carey at Christmas. Well, you know, I mean, who cares? Like you need an (laughs) excuse. Because this is how Mariah spends Christmas. Mm -hmm. A couple of days before, Mm. she arrives in Aspen Mm. via private jets, plural, more than one private jet. That's that's a neat trick. I know. Okay. All right. <laughs> How does she do that? I
1: don't know. She's in one, her ego's in another. Oh my yeah, God, okay.
0: amazing. She's greeted on the tarmac by drivers, again, plural, <laughs> bearing hot cocoa and butterscotch snaps. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> Can you imagine what a butterscotch snaps hangover is like? I oh don't <laughs> <laughs> Presumably by four o'clock, everybody is vomiting. (laughs) Aspen is snowy. It's very cold. Yes. It's very cold and snowy. She arrives in a fur coat, fishnets, (laughs) six-inch stilettos and underwear. (laughs) The waiting cars, again plural, Mm. have to blare out Mm. the song, All I Want for Christmas is You. What, in case she forgets? In case she forgets. (laughs) She didn't write it. Perhaps the Vince Vance version. Who knows? Who <laughs> do you knows? hope so. No, she does an Airbnb. She does an Airbnb. What? Not like you and I would do, like a one-bedroom shithole in <laughs> Margate. <laughs> she rents a twenty-two million-dollar house, what? and to ensure that it's snowy, because you know there's global warming, you can't always predict that there will be snow. She has snow machines on standby. In Aspen. In Aspen. Right. So she is guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed a white Christmas. S- right. Now, ordinarily, mm. Mariah is a fiend for diamonds. No. A fiend. Oh. At Christmas, she wears rubies. Oh, well, they're festive.
1: Beautiful. Aren't they? Beautiful. They're, festive.
0: they're red, you red. see. They're red. Yes. Christmas Eve, mm. she does a two horse open sleigh ride with the kids. She takes a sound system with her, like a proper sound system with her on this sleigh. Yeah, and she does karaoke on the sleigh. All I want for Christmas is you. That's that's what she does. So it's basically a glorified tut tut. And then Santa, actual Santa, according to Mariah Carey, pays a private visit to dem babies or dem teenagers as they are now. How old are the? How old are dem babies? I think they must be about twelve. Right. Do you think they might have twigged that? What the what? We have children listening. That the real Santa has better things to do on Christmas Eve than than take a detour <laughs> to Aspen. I'm sorry, Papua New Guinea, I'm going to be late. I've got Mariah in the diary <laughs> for four o'clock. Would... That's, that, we'll I go, mean, that we'll go, go New Zealand, Aspen. <laughs> and if there's time, downtown Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs>
1: I imagine that the inside of Mariah Carey's head is a little bit like listening to the Magic Roundabout theme <laughs> <laughs> As the background spins yes. and she's just in sharp focus in the middle. This
0: is this is how you do Christmas. You do it Mariah's way. <laughs> okay. Don't you think? If you're going to be a celebrity, yep. don't be all million mouth and spend money. it you know, helping the poor. Butterscotch, snaps and rubies. Even if... Vince Vance of Vince <laughs> Vance and the Valiants takes her for every penny over that song. She's still
1: fine. She'll She's be fine. still fine. The Shock List. Now then, Emma. Yes? Um, cast your mind back to The Shock List 11 years ago. Oh, yes. So there was this footballer called Joey Barton. <gasps> Joey do Barton. Do you recall Joey Barton? I do recall Joey Barton. Love Joey Barton. Now, Joey Barton, you know, was a footballer. Mm-hmm. And at that moment in time, he was playing for a French team, Marseille. Oh, yeah. And he gave a little press conference. Yeah. And Joey Barton is from Liverpool area. Yeah. But this is what he sounded like oh, yeah. in the press conference. God. As I say, yesterday I make one tackle and all everybody speaks about is this tackle. Nobody speaks about... Uh, a 50-yard pass that kills Balmon and, and it causes a red card for him. Um, and nobody sh- talks about the shot that um, Landru would have uh, been happy to to see. You know, he didn't see the ball. Never mind, uh, have a chance to save it. Jerry Burton. good morning. <laughs> I mean, we loved him. Do you remember that? We loved him. He was so fun. <laughs> Anyway, so Joey Barton, who used to be a footballer. Yeah, this is
0: 11 years old, though. Yes, I mean, right, it's brilliant. Okay. Thank
1: you for reminding me. But wow. why, why, why? Well, Joey Barton, who used to be a footballer and used to be a football manager. <gasps> Did he? He's very good at football. Excellent at right. football. But he has had a lot to say recently on oh. X, formerly known as Twitter. So these are some of the things that Joey Barton yeah. has said. These are just the highlights. Go on, okay. go on. Yesterday, mm-hmm. he shouted about football focus. And he wanted to know why there was no contribution from, and I quote, the locals slash natives. What? Uh-huh. Okay. Right. I'm
0: liking them a little bit less.
1: Mm. Okay. He also said, and this is what kicked it all off. Again. Go on. This was sort of a couple of weeks ago yeah. now. But he said that women had no business commentating on the male game because that would be like him commentating on knitting. <laughs> <laughs> And joey bottle oh, oh no, it gets better it gets better right anyway Go on. he says that female presenters yeah. they got in because they flattened a bit of grass <gasps> mm. joey next i'll be letting us vote and drive well don't be ridiculous <laughs> okay and he also says that women are yeah. taking men's jobs <gasps> it's and, like world war I. I 1 I know, I know. Well, then he went on to Piers Morgan's super fun show. Yep. And he gave his very considered point of view. Yep. So let's have a little listen to that. It's about, as I say, you, you have to be there on merit. Like you can't, you can't be there to to fit this woke agenda that we've currently got going on in society. Um, you know, you don't have to have played the game. You know, lots of managers haven't played the game at a, at a high level. Lots of good commentary people haven't played the game at a high high level kind of. Mark Chapman, Rory Smiths of this world. Um, But they've earned the right via, you know, hard work and uh, over a prolonged period to get into that space. All I'll say is this, Joey Barton. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Where's your French accent? (laughs) (laughs) Joey Barton has got a new podcast to flog. Oh, imagine! Oh, god, imagine! Imagine, imagine. <laughs> which is probably the reason for all of this willy waving. To be honest, but Joey, the anti woke, anti women, anti anyone who isn't white market, is sadly very overcrowded. It is, and just because Lawrence Fox is going to be quiet <laughs> doesn't mean there's room for this. No, but yes, if you do it in a cod French accent. <laughs>
0: It would be hilarious. You could say, Joey, you could literally say anything in that cod French You could
1: corner the market. You could, it would be brilliant. I Good mean, morning. I be. was pissing by the television <laughs> and I heard toucanism is gone cruisy. I do not lick the female talking about the football. Something, you know, it, it would work. I'd listen to that. I'd listen to that. You know. It, it's, and this is what I mean, Joey. Your talent, forget the football career, everybody yeah. else has. Yeah. Yes, yes. Your talent lies in comedy. Just stick to that. You're a born clown. The Shark List. Good films that are out over Christmas, please. I suppose, really, the one that we're all going to go
0: and see is Wonka. Of course. Ah, oh, Wonka. <laughs> and why are we going to see it? Because Hugh Grant is a <laughs> Gumpa Loomper. <laughs> why else would you see anything?
1: Of course they we're going go to
0: see me Hugh Grant. At Um. On, Oompa on Oompa. they have me umph. Oh my god! It, I cannot wait. However, mm. we will, I feel, enjoy the viewing experience considerably more than Hugh Grant enjoyed the making experience. <laughs> will we not? Hugh Grant has given an interview, and when asked if he enjoyed making the film, he said, "I couldn't have hated the whole thing more." Um, he said he had to wear a camera on his face like a crown of thorns, very uncomfortable. I made a big fuss, and frankly, what I did with my body was terrible. It's all been replaced with an animator. <laughs> I love you, Grant.
1: I, so-
0: <laughs> I love this grumpy shizzle he's got going. Yeah. I love this. I don't think it's an act. I think it's him, No, I think it? <laughs> it is him. But also, if you think about it, mm. why, you know, why would you enjoy that? You're sitting there covered in ping pong balls, because, of course, it's all green screen, <laughs> yes. so you're acting... In front of a technician who's sitting there eating against a pie, wondering if they can go into overtime because he's going to fluff it 19,000 times. Uh-huh. What is to enjoy about Not that? Not a lot. He probably didn't even get to meet Timothy Chalamet or Olivia Colman.
1: Until, until now doing the rounds for <laughs> these interviews. Until now doing the rounds,
0: doing, doing these interviews. He's famous for being cantankerous. Mm. Do you remember when he was publicising Notting Hill? He went on Oprah oh. and he told Oprah to shut up. <laughs> You know, she asked him you know if he liked working with julia roberts he said she, julia roberts had a very big mouth and when he kissed her he could he could hear a faint echo <laughs> and, and then when oprah said to him you know trying to claw this interview back julia roberts is the loveliest person in the entire world you don't and said i wouldn't go that far
1: I love him. I, I love that he doesn't play the game. This is the thing, because we're so used to watching everybody play the game. Exactly. And he won't. Exactly, he, he, he won't s- play the game. And and he is, quite frankly,
0: if you know that Hugh Grant is in a film or a TV series, you would automatically watch it because it will always be brilliant. I mean, Paddington 2.
1: Mm. One of the finest. One
0: of the finest performances I have ever seen.
1: He did go the full Roger Moore in that film. But, I, have to say. I mean, but we but we need a Roger Moore.
0: I'm totally on board. Mm. I have loved Hugh Grant mm. since Four Weddings and a Funeral, Aww. So my love hasn't changed. He's now like a hot dad, I absolutely <laughs> hot granddad. I still love him. <laughs> I know he's got 19 children by five different women, but I don't mind that. Oh, he I, doesn't mind that. Yeah. Why should we? No, you exactly. know that's all
1: right. I'm more Hugh. I say, I more just, Hugh. Like we need more and more and more of him on screen. We do. Tell you who we need a bit less of. Who? Hey. Brooklyn Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not someone who troubles my
0: consciousness I'm much. weary of him. Are I'm weary of Brooklyn Beckham. <laughs> okay. <laughs> However, I'm going to talk about him. Because, you know, he's managed to get himself front and centre across all the social media. What's he done now? he got a picture up of himself, his wife, Nicola... Peltz? Peltz Beckham. Oh, sorry, it's Brooklyn Peltz Beckham now, isn't it? Along with uh, Selena Gomez. I love um, her. I okay. love her too. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, with a caption saying, "This on Instagram." Caption saying, "Happy anniversary." And so immediately, everybody thought that they were in a thruple. I mean, that is one thing. He what actually got my attention was the fact that he's then been spouting on across social media how exhausted he is. He's working so hard, he's exhausted. Poor boy. Poor Brooklyn Peltz Beckham. Mm. So I thought, God, you know, that that's a worry. Nobody wants to be, you know, tired out. No, not burnout at his age. No, not. And, and, and I'm assuming it's not the thrapple that has caused this level, <laughs> these levels of exhaustion on account of that being completely made up. Um, but uh, you, so I had a look. Can, hold on a minute. Can you oh, just I'm imagine for a moment if that was true? What, that he was in a thrapple with Selena Gomez
1: and his, his own dear wife? Yeah. That he was boring two women. <laughs> I am in mean, shame. <laughs>
0: anyway, sorry. Anyway, so he's exhausted. He's exhausted by work. Mm. So I uh, went and had a little look. Um, because, of course, his work exists via the media. In his head. Instagram. Right, yes, yes. The Instagram. Yes. So I had a look at what he's been up to. And I thought, I'll, I'll do a good three or four weeks mm. of, of his Instagram and just mm. have a look through. What I found is... Mm. He's cooked a couple of things in a paid um, advertisement with, uh, I don't know, uh, air fryers and um, an olive oil spray. He's made cake. uh, He's made chicken wings. um, And he's been hanging out on a yacht in Costa Rica. And he's been at the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Poor guy. It is hardly working down the mines. Get a job. Get a job, Brooklyn Pelts Beckham. You have no discernible talent in the sphere of celebrity. Remember when he made the roast beef and he put it on Instagram and it was so underdone and raw Mm. that literally somebody posted underneath a good vet could revive that cow.
1: (laughs) Oh, dear. This is... He's not very good, is
0: he? This is Nepo baby gone mad. Get a job. You're exhausted. You're exhausted, Brooklyn Beckham. You're hardly working in a care home. No. You're not educating the nation in a primary school. You're not in the police force trying to keep the streets safe. No. You're not an overworked nurse coming off a 17-hour shift. No. You are literally cooking twice a week on Instagram. On stuff that's been prepared for you. You're not even holding your own camera to do it. You've got an entire team that is doing 95% of the work for you. Get a job.
1: The Shock
0: List. Tell me about Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Well, she's wonderful she is wonderful she's absolutely wonderful when she goes when she goes on tour with this era's tour she goes somewhere like I don't know like the midwest mm. the GDP for that area goes up because she's providing so many jobs cause really it, it's so vast that's
1: cool isn't it
0: plus uh, when she sold she sold Eras, the era's tour into cinemas but rather than going through a distributor she's done it Through her own organisation. So there's no middle. I mean, she's making an absolute killing. Clever girl. She's a very, very clever girl. Her songs are brilliant. Mm. She's brilliant. Holding her own. Holding her own. Mm. However, of course, this being a Time magazine interview with Taylor Swift, she cannot let the opportunity go by of just talking about the various feuds that she's had. So she does talk briefly about the feud with Scooter Braun over the... He has the rights to the recordings of her songs. Yes. So, of course, she's gone out and just re-recorded them. And, and go. So, so, But she can't it, let it go. She can't let it oh, go. Okay. She's right. won. She can't let it go. Right, okay. Kanye, where's he? Mm-hmm. She can't let it go. Right, She okay. talks about Kanye. <laughs> okay. But I always think about the celebrity feuds now. I think... You know, they're entertaining, mm. but they are not a patch on the celebrity feuds of yesteryear.
1: Mm. Who have you got in mind? Well,
0: I think Taylor Swift mm. should look back into the past and look at her celebrity foremothers, Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. <laughs> Come on.
1: Come on. Oh, well, this is how it's done, no? I think
0: we should end this Christmas edition of of the shock list by just talking briefly in the season of goodwill to all men (laughs) the biggest most public most enduring
1: feud of all time yeah okay let's do it who's gonna play who um well who do you want to be you i don't mind you you don't mind no you can look you be betty and i'll be joe okay fine okay Okay, all right Just because I love the eyebrows, right? And, Absolutely and, 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 and the And the mouth. I wish yep. I could paint my mouth like that. To
0: end this podcast, uh, Verity and I are going to do something really quite extraordinary. We are going, we are going to dramatise this feud between Betty Davis and Joan Crawford uh, by reading out two letters. I'm not going to do the accent. Are you going to do the no. accent? I'm just going to read it because I'm just going to enjoy I it. I think it'll spoil it if yeah, I try. Yeah, I'm accent. too self-conscious. Let's not. And we begin with a letter from Miss Jane Crawford uh, to
1: Robert Aldrich, who is the director of whatever happened to Baby Jane. This letter is dated August the 11th, 1962. Bob dear, <laughs> I hope by now you have had an opportunity to talk with Betty about her body odor. <laughs> It is quite the distraction for me working within close proximity to her if she refuses to bathe or wear adequate deodorant. I have found myself gagging on several occasions during this filming. (laughs) Fondly, Joan. Oh, bravo. Bravo. What a bit. Bravo, (laughs) Verity, and bravo, (laughs) Miss Joan Crawford. And now, Miss Betty Davis wrote a letter to Miss Joan Crawford... And Emma will read it for us. Uh, this letter actually is not dated, um,
0: but it does come with a beaut- on beautiful stationery from the desk of Betty Davis. Dearest Joan, I heard tell that you're a year older today. Congratulations. You are now the sole survivor of the Jurassic <laughs> period. <laughs> a title to add to the long list of titles you already hold, among them sluttiest MGM star... And most psychotic. Please do try to keep your lips away from any more pool drains and tell those caterpillars on your forehead that it's time to turn into butterflies. Give Christina my love. Betty Davis.
1: Oh bravo, Betty Davis. Bravo.
0: <laughs> of course the um the little note to Christina is of course uh because Christina Crawford then wrote a book about her mother, Miss Joan Crawford. Um, saying uh, basically that she beat her
1: with coat hangers and was... And was unutterably cruel. Was unutterably cruel.
0: (laughs) I mean, this feud was literally went on until death. When Betty Davis heard the news that Joan Crawford had shuffled off her mortal coil and joined the choir celestial, she said to the LA Times, you should never say bad things about the dead, only good. Joan Crawford is dead. Good. Happy Christmas!
1: The shock
0: list. So, this isn't um, our last podcast of the year, Verity. We're going no. to do one more. We're going to do a little bumper one, aren't we? We're for gonna the year, we're
1: going to do a proper shock list <gasps> roundup of twenty twenty
0: three. I am so excited! I am so excited! This will come to you sometime between Christmas and New Year, depending on how much butterscotch. Snacks. <laughs> We consume at
1: Christmas. (laughs) I feel sick just thinking about it. I feel sick thinking
0: about (laughs) it. But we will. Between Christmas and New Year, we will
1: bring you the year in shock. amazing. What are we going to hear? What are we going to hear? Well, I think we have to talk about the fall of the house of this morning. I feel
0: that we have to talk about that, definitely. I think we should definitely talk about Spare, the Prince Harry memoir, uh, where he talked about his unusual uh, use of Elizabeth Arden's eight-hour cream, where he popped that. The night before his brother's wedding.
1: I mean other creams are available. Yep. And uh I am really looking forward to talking about Laughing Boy Lawrence Fox. Oh, I love him. That will be the year and then we will start again in twenty four. Oh my god. Rubbing goodness. our hands with glee. Come on, celebrities. We cannot do this without completely you. mess up from January the first. It'll be so much fun. Oh, it'll be so much fun. Who else can't we do this without Verity? Well, we can't do it without everybody on our lovely uh WhatsApp group. Yep. Which is called Not Courtney. Yep. So that is
0: Emma and Tom and Jim, who does our social media, and Miranda. And
1: we couldn't do it without Chris, who does our recording and beautiful. does our editing. And it's beautiful. all beautiful. And um, big shout out to Posh Dom on Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and for you, uh, and to you listeners. Yes. And we thank you to you listeners. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.